Hello everyone, welcome to episode 22 of Manage the Wild. Generally when I do these podcasts, I, I like to do it in one take. Because uh, if I go over it and delete it and redo it, it sounds atrocious and it's more, I don't know, I, I just don't, I just like the more natural flow of just trying to pump out what I want to say and not have it be rehearsed because it feels like it's more from the heart. But this one's been challenging me. Uh, I'm like on my 15th take because I just don't like the way it comes out. And I'll probably delete it again. But this is less about the science of wildlife management and more about who we are as individuals that and what got us into wildlife in the beginning. A lot of us will say that we did it for the love of working with wildlife or whatever it is, but then ultimately at the end of the day it becomes about money or politics or something else, which is rather unfortunate. But before we bring the money and the politics, I'd just like you to think about why you got into wildlife in the first place. I remember a few very distinct incidences in my life in which I can look back and be like, wow, I'm so glad and grateful to be a part of that. I just climbed to the top of a ridge, and it was a brutal climb. It was so steep, and it was so challenging. I was holding on to brush as I was climbing, and there was just scrub oaks everywhere, and I was just hanging on to branches just trying to get to the top. And once I got to the very top of this ridge, just beat. I just happened to glance perfect timing to watch two little mountain lion kittens take off running they were less than six months they weren't very big at all and it was just such a beautiful moment to be able to see them take off running down the ridge line 10 minutes later i shot a cow elk and my day of suffering had just begun but it was such a a neat moment for that five to ten second window in being able to be there at that moment. The other day I was having a difficult time sleeping and I woke up early and everybody in the house was asleep and I didn't want to make a bunch of noise so I went for a drive, put out an audio book and as I was driving up the canyon I came across a herd of elk that were crossing the road from one field to another and had a bull stop for 10 seconds in the middle of the road stare at me and then I was As I was driving down away from that canyon, uh, a red fox came bounding across the road. I almost hit it. But it was just such a a neat moment to be able to see that bull elk standing there in the road staring at me. Or that red fox bounding across the road. These are moments that we can have every day when we're working with wildlife or being out in the wild. And it just made me think about the way the world is going everything seems to be so politically divided that when I'm challenged on some of my beliefs they seem to be more politically motivated than anything else and that's probably because there are things that we talk about constantly I came and what really got me started on this podcast is I came across a quote and I don't know how to respond to it I don't know how I feel about it I don't know whether I agree or disagree but the one thing I'm grateful for is this quote has made me think about all the reasons that I've got 
that I've gotten into wildlife and the reasons why I still want to be involved with wildlife. And it doesn't have to do with wildlife necessarily, which is even more confusing. Aldo Leopold once said, We abuse land because we regard it as a commodity belonging to us. When we see land as a community to which we belong, we may begin to use it with love and respect. I don't know whether I agree with that or disagree with that. Because I've seen people who view things as commodities, let's say their homes, their cars, and they just love them. They take care of them. They're spotless. They're constantly fixing, taking care of something because it's theirs. But then you see a corporation come in and strip some land and just abuse it for profits, and you can see where they come from. But then on the opposite side, I've also lived in L.A., and been a part of that L.A. community. And when you see what happens in an inner city community. The community starts to rely on everybody else instead of taking care of themselves. Because they know somebody else will take care of them. That they no longer love and respect that community. But I think that's the challenge, right? Is... What are we doing for the wildlife around us? What are we doing for the habitat around us? How are we involved in making sure that we pass things on to our kids better than when we got it? It seems that when I was a kid, there was half the amount of people here where I live. And now that I'm older, it doesn't seem like I've done a very good job of maintaining it just because there's so many people moved in. There's so much conflict going on and there's not as much wildlife as there used to be. So think about why you got into wildlife, why you want to see wildlife passed on to the next generation and go and get involved. Find ways. There are groups out there there are ways that you can be involved and it doesn't matter what political spectrum you're on just find ways to preserve wildlife whether it's in management whether it's in donating for a cause whether protecting wildlife from one situation to another or if you're a hunter buying tags making sure your money is going to that better cause but the one thing i did notice in college is that all of us, even though we all came from very different backgrounds, is the fact that we were all in wildlife because we loved wildlife and we wanted to work with them. So find a way in your everyday to work with wildlife, whether it's through donations or cleaning up your area or whatever it may be, picking up trash off the side of the road so you don't have to pull I don't know, plastic out of a seagull or f fishing line off of duck feet, whatever it may be. But find a way to be involved. All right, stay wild. Take care.